When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is Sid and Friends in the Morning. Oh, no, I get by with a little help from my friends. Let's kick off the by lighting up. Oi! From my friends. The star of the show. Oi! Oi! I spoke to a radio broadcaster famous here in New York, WABC, Sid Rosenberg. Oi! This Oi! is Sid and Friends in the Morning. No, I get by with a little help from my friends. Listening to the open that the very talented Chris Libertini put together for Sitting Friends in the Morning. Kelly Ripper's in there says, uh, you know, I spoke to this very famous host in New York City, WABC's Sid Rosenberg. Kelly Ripper, not exactly a conservative. And then you hear Joe Biden not once but twice in that open. Ironic when you consider what political side of the aisle I'm on and most of our guests are on. But at any rate... We mentioned the fact that Joe Biden on this President's Day, the current president, number 46, uh, he's just left Kiev. He made the surprise visit to the Ukraine. But Fox News is reporting that uh, John Kirby, John Kirby was denying that Joe Biden was on his way to the Ukraine when, in fact, Joe Biden was already in the air. So I don't know what the big secret is, what John Kirby and Tony Blinken and these tards are uh, worried about or what they're trying to hide. But the guy's in the air on the way to Ukraine, and John Kirby says, nope, he's here. Why? What is that? It might be security protocol. So that, that's, that might be why they're kind of trying to throw people off the scent in some kind of way. Look, I, I told you before, it's obvious they tipped off CNN, so they were tipping off some people, and, and they were they're, they're definitely picking winners yeah. and losers on this one. So, But uh, of all the questions I have for John Kirby, I mean, we could start with the balloons on this stuff and say, like, hey, what? where are we from a surveillance standpoint oh, here in terms of our skies? So yeah. I, I look at this and just say uh, I think it's just more incompetence from uh, a Biden White House that's uh, pretty standard. I, I uh, To be honest, of, of all the things I can get upset about, there's a lot. This one doesn't bother me as much as about – 5,000 other things. <laughs> I can't argue that. John Katzmatidis, of course, is the owner and operator of this station. He's become a dear, 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 dear friend of mine and my family. Does a tremendous job every weekday afternoon at 5 o'clock, Cats at Night, and, of course, has that great uh, Cats Roundtable show Sunday mornings at 8. And while I'm number one in the morning, and get ready for a huge monthly number to come out tomorrow, huge. John is also number one 
5 o'clock every day. Here he is, the great John Katsimatidis on this President's Day. Happy President's Day, John Katsimatidis. Well, happy President's Day. Here I am at seven o five. Am I taking? Am I taking Curtis's uh, time slot at seven o five? Yes, he's he's supposed to be on. Now this is the second consecutive week. Last week, John was Lincoln's birthday. Today is Washington's birthday. So you've taken Curtis's slot two weeks in a row, and I couldn't be happier. <laughs> I, I need a scoreboard. I want. I need a scoreboard. Who's arguing with who? No <laughs> arguing with Curtis. Uh, you arguing with Andrew? You arguing with? Uh, uh, I mean, do, do we have a scoreboard of who's arguing with who? No, but that's the beauty. That's why people, you see, in talk radio, people like a little uncomfortable every now and then, and certainly Curtis provides that, especially with Bo. Here's one thing I can tell you: you and I, John, not arguing. In <laughs> fact, we're on the same page about ninety nine point nine 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 percent of the time. And that does bring us to this president on this president's day. He's number 46. You've been around for lots of presidents, John. And I know 39 is very, very ill right now. Jimmy Carter, very, very ill. And for my life, he was far and away the, the, the least effective president I've ever seen. I think Biden has gone past Carter now as the worst president in my lifetime. How about you, John Katsimatidis? Well, look, Jimmy Carter was a graduate of Annapolis, and he was a, a very, very smart guy. He made a lot of mistakes, but there, there was no doubt that uh, uh, President Carter loved America, and he was a real American. And uh, I just, uh, with President Biden, uh, I have respect for him as the president of the United States, but I have concerns. I have concerns about uh his uh, son's involvement with uh, with China. I have concerns on why he's not enforcing the borders. Uh, so I have some major concerns. And, and you know, you can't forget uh, what uh, Secretary uh, Gates once said. Secretary Gates was one of our most important uh, defense secretaries, served eight administrations. And he once said that President Biden or, or Biden uh, himself in in eight administrations has made mostly wrong decisions. And I'm, I'm concerned about people that make wrong decisions consistently. And, and look, I respect him as the president of the United States, but I, I have concerns. That's, that's the nicest way. That's I fair. Say. I mean, Gates did say that. And don't forget Barack Obama, who was his main man for eight years, said don't ever underestimate Joe Biden's ability to F things up. That came from Barack Obama, and that's why, if you remember, when Joe Biden was trying to win that Democrat nomination years and years ago, Obama was nowhere to be found. He all of a sudden showed up when Biden was going to win, but for the longest time, even Super Tuesday, you could not find Barack Obama because the truth is, he didn't respect Joe Biden either. So it seems like over the years, his own people, John, have no issue leveling Joe Biden. The other major story this morning uh, that uh, Prospect Park Lake, they got an alligator out of it. Yeah, yes. I saw that. <laughs> how, the, how the heck was there an alligator in Prospect Park Lake? A big one. As a, as a, you know, as the father of a little girl, that scares the you know what out of me here, John. I, I you remember t- what remember what happened in Disney World? You know. I was yeah. there. I was actually really? there. That was, uh, right, yeah. believe it or not, that one weekend in Disney, yeah. that was the same weekend when the alligator ate that person really? as the Pulse nightclub shooting. Oh, wow. That was the same weekend. I was actually there that weekend. It was terrible. 
You know, um, John, we, we spoke here about uh, Joe Biden. We were speaking about Jimmy Carter. I was watching Fox News last night, and Trey Gowdy, who was once a politician out of South Carolina, said this, and I want your take on this. He said, in my lifetime, the best president has been Ronald Reagan. And he said Ronald Reagan would have a very difficult time winning today because he was too civil. And what he meant was, he said, look, you look at Donald Trump, his own side. He's maligning Ron DeSantis, Republican. He's maligning Nikki Haley, Republican. He said Reagan would never do that. He goes, it's one thing to go after the competition. He said, but Ronald Reagan would not win today because he was too civil. What are your thoughts on that? Well, well, let me tell you, I think we're going to place it on the WABC website, on WABCradio.com. George Washington, our first president, had 110 rules on civility and code of decency that he lived by. And I think that's, I think that's one of the most important people, uh, we, uh, our first president. And that's what we're celebrating actually tomorrow is his actual birthday. Mm-hmm. Today we're celebrating President's Day. Tomorrow is George Washington's actual birthday. And uh, right now, we are in a crisis mode in civility. Uh, what happened to the days where, where Democrats and Republicans, they argued with each other, but at, at 6 o'clock at night, they go out and have a beer together. And, and we've got to get back to those days because civility is one of the most important things. We are a democracy. Uh, we are a republic. But we need civility. What happened to the days where our senators were the senior statesmen of the United States? Yeah. My God, what happened to those days? John, you know, I wonder how many people in school actually even know about those, forget about know what they are, but know of those 110 rules of civility that Washington had. And you see so much of American history in the last few years being perverted where Washington, in so many people's eyes, is nothing more than a former slave over, instead of actually really uh, the founding, the founding father of the many founding fathers of this incredible experiment, including having the discipline, the foresight to be able to give the presidency back after two terms. Uh, I mean, what do you think about that? That it would never happen. Uh, today, yeah. uh, if they had the ability to hold on to it, and um, it's it, we we have to start seriously considering who's trying to change our way of life. Andrew, who is trying to change our way of life? Sit. Who's trying to change our way of life? Uh, United States of America was the most perfect uh, democracy, the most perfect republic ever in in the history of of the world we know of and uh uh we just have to get back to that no agreed and uh, and by the way, to andrew's point if he was allowed barack obama would have certainly run for a third term and probably would have won uh, for that but uh you're right we got to get back to that and uh, will we i don't know there is nothing that says to me we will anytime soon in fact it looks worse and worse Every day, the divide between Republicans and Democrats, we're not getting any better. Uh, I will ask you this, though, John. Uh, again, well, Trey- there's one important thing yes. on Barack Obama. Yeah. Before he left politics, he did something no other president has ever, ever done. He took 2,000 of his political operatives yeah. and made them civil servants and put them into every agency of the United States government 
to act as operatives. It's yeah, it's a great point, John. And I got to tell you, I can one of the uh, this is fascinating, but there were more people in the next administration that I worked in, the Trump administration, that said, you know, the best five weeks of that administration was actually when we had the government shutdown because so many of those uh, non-political appointees of those careers, which Barack Obama, like you said, took those political appointees, which the president can appoint and made them career civil servants. They actually could not legally go into work when the government was shut down. And so many people in the Trump administration administration felt that the most productive five weeks was during the shutdown when they were not fighting against the bureaucracy, if you will. And uh, I'll tell you, it's um, it was very, very sad that uh, our system is supposed to work the way our system has always worked, and, and things are a little bit different. Andrew, you worked at the White House. Yeah. Were, were those people visible, or you didn't know who's going to stab you in the back when? Good question. I, I always thought that uh, that they did their best work when they were invisible, to be perfectly honest. And as soon as they were visible, that's when you could actually figure out who it was. That's when the president could do something about it. But so much of that was going on below the surface, John. Understood. Well, we celebrate Columbus Day. Yeah, I, I love Columbus Day. <laughs> yeah, I love we that celebrate one. President's Day. We <laughs> celebrate George Washington's birthday tomorrow. And we'll post up. Uh, we'll, we'll get to, to probably Stephanie or whoever posts on the uh, uh, on uh, on our bulletin board on uh, com. The 110 rules of civility. Everybody should go and codes of decency. Everybody should go to the WABC website. We'll have it up in about an hour. And um, I love that. So before I let you go, tell me this. Gowdy said Ronald Reagan, best president of his lifetime. For me, it's also Reagan. Trump is right there, but he was a one-term guy, and I hate what he's doing so far during this campaign. Uh, for you, John Katsimatidis, you've been around a couple of years. Best president of your lifetime. Well, let's put it this way. Uh, the best Democratic president in my lifetime was uh, uh, Bill Clinton. The best well, you're, 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 t- you're taking Clinton over Kennedy, huh? Uh, yes, Clinton had eight years. Kennedy had yeah. two and a half years. Right, right. I mean, that, wasn't uh, Ken- that, was, that wasn't Kennedy's fault. but <laughs> No, but uh, someday we'll find out who really killed right, Kennedy. Right, exactly. <laughs> I'm with you. you tune in to Frank Morano at 3 o'clock in the morning. And, <laughs> and is William Shatner going to be coming in as WABC talent now, considering uh, the, the uh, new marriage between Frank Morano and William Shatner? We're going to have him uh, as our uh, senior, senior, senior statesman right yeah. now. Cindy is going to. Cindy <laughs> Adams is our oldest uh, uh, host on WABC, and she's have a she has a big birthday in April that we're going to celebrate. Nice. And and, and I went to dinner with the other night. Said, yep. said and Cindy says, I don't think Sid loves me enough. I she, she said the same thing to me on the phone like three weeks ago. I'm like, what else can I possibly do for you? You want to go to Vegas? I love Cindy Adams. All right, so you gave me the Democrat is Bill Clinton, the best Republican president in John Katzmatidi's lifetime. I, I think it was Ronald Reagan. Uh, I think Donald Trump had the capabilities of doing it, but he made too many enemies. You know, you can't wake up every day and make new enemies every day. And uh, and Ronald Reagan had the ability to make new friends every day. People loved him. 
And it's not about, you know, and I, I talked to Anthony Weiner. I, I met with Anthony Weiner on Saturday afternoon uh, uh, just to catch up. And uh, it's making new friends every day uh, for our politicians is very important. And uh, I, think, I think we should learn how to make new friends every day. Agreed. I think uh, also, John, we need a dinner at Gallagher's one of these nights, me, you, and Margo, Chad, and Cindy, to uh, fix this. Whatever this is, I don't know what happened. I love it dearly, but I'll fix it. <laughs> we'll fix it. We will. Hey, John, thank you. Have a you. great day, guys. You See too, you later. John. Thank you, John. Thank you so much. There he is, the host of Cats at Night, 5 p.m. every weekday afternoon. And, of course, Cats Roundtable, 8 a.m. every Sunday morning. More importantly, trust me, folks, one of the nicest men God ever created. You talk about civility. That should be John Katsimatidi's middle name. Sid Rosenberg, Andrew Giuliani, and the crew. It's the Monday edition of Sid and Friends in the Morning. Still to come, Rich Lowry, big-time attorney Alan Dershowitz, Dr. Mark Siegel from Fox News, Sid's take, and a whole bunch more. Keep it right here. President's Day with Sid and Andrew on WABC.